you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. See, that's what I'm saying. That doesn't mean I'm not nice to people. It doesn't make me a bad person because I don't want to hug everybody. The Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. My oh my, what a great show it was to start the week. Now it's time to close the week out here on the Dave Damashek Football Program. But do go back and listen to the uh, to the start of the week show with Matt Money Smith and with Will Brinson from CBS Sports, a gay time was had by all. I, I think I can speak for everybody in saying that, including when's it appropriate to hug a coworker and beyond? Yeah, dig it all up. I mean, also, we talk about pro football, too. Fear not. Either way, welcome to the DDFP, and I hope all's well wherever you are here in Studio 66. We have a fun mix here. Seated to my immediate left, I, I, I wouldn't I, – if I tried to list all the NFL teams he played for, it would consume the next 45 minutes, so I'll just say hello to him. Pro football's own Will Blackman. What's the poop with you, fella? What I a just pleasure. used the cough button. Is it, am I right, MVP? <laughs> does does Will does Will Blackman rank in as not people that we've met in pro football, but in Studio sixty six? Is it? Am I right in saying he's one of the five most handsome fellows we've had in here? Whoa. You're definitely right. Is that true? Spaghetti and I were just we saying were we just had to have a re ranking. Yeah. Did you really? Well, you literally said yeah. Spaghetti, Great you minds. just said the MVP. What a handsome devil this Blackman is. Uh, Emma said it first, and I agree. I don't want to be a devil. <laughs> oh, I see. I I like that. I I want to be uh you know a ne'er do well. I like that. <laughs> that's what that's what you want to be in life, right? Use the cough button again. 
Uh, and then also seeded to Will Blackman, and we'll get into it with him, what's going down with uh, with Blackman as he has been in the – a, a lot – you see him a lot more and more with each passing week on NFL media. Perhaps he'll be seduced by the, uh, the bright lights of Los Angeles and abandon his dreams of going back to pro football. We'll get into that. Mm. Meantime, seeded to, ba- seeded to uh, Blackman's immediate left, he is the Hall of Famer in uh, – in The fantasy. significantly less handsome. Yeah, well, I mean, I wasn't going to point that out because I'm a gentleman. It's but true. Yeah. All right, fine. The Listen, mediocre. I wish I had those looks. You can't smell me- fabulous without fab. Just well, but, I mean, I wish I had these looks. That's true. Yeah. All right, yes. Well, I think we all agree. Let's not belabor it. Fabiano. Well, I'm going to continue not- the whole thing of being self-deprecating because I know you guys are going to hammer me on something here. I'm not going to hammer you on anything. I, well, I, uh, now that sounds... Uh, you know, out of context, uh, untowards. Hey, before anything else, let's do this. I want to talk. All right, you know what? Fabiano wants to do it. He's a guest. I we'll know. Say hello to I him. know what's coming. We did. Well, I brought this up about a week ago mm-hmm. or two weeks ago. I don't remember exactly when. But, Will Blackman, how say you on this? Let me lay out for you a scenario. What about a guy who may or may not announce periodically, I'm not that handsome a guy, but he happens to have a very attractive girlfriend with whom he cohabitates now, <laughs> all the rest of it. He posts, and it's not like they just started dating or anything. It's not like, wow, well, look at what I went on a date with. He, they've been together two years, thereabouts, three, three years maybe. Mm. He posts a picture just randomly of a, a, an especially good photograph of this woman and says, I outkicked my coverage. What do you think about that? What, how's that? How's that sit with you? I outkicked my coverage. Isn't that what qualifies as a humble brag to announce to people, look at my girlfriend. I, you know, she's good looking. It not that the job of other people to weigh in and say, you outkick oh, your coverage? They do. Isn't there's, it wrong? There's other ways to say it. Right. You know, it's funny because we went to an event with Steve Weatherford. He has a charity event every year, him and John Carney in San mm-hmm. Diego. And one guy came up to me. He says, oh, you definitely outkicked your coverage or whatever. And I was like, well, okay. I said, well, what you don't know is I'm a punt returner. So I feel everything. <laughs> I haven't thought about that. That's just, that makes yeah, oh, yeah. I, said, I feel it all. Little all on the nose, right. Catch. Yeah. So I don't but know. That's, I, it is a humble brag. You know, he's thankful. He's, I don't know, happy. To me, I, I think it's corny. Dave, I, I like to be self-deprecating. And you know that. So, like, that was kind of what it was because – you know, I, I, I typically post pictures. Yes, I did. That. I typically <laughs> thanks. So I, you I, are corny fan. I, I, I am. My well, I, I I talk about fantasy football for a living. I love Star Wars. Of course, I'm corny. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But he is. He is a nerd. The, I like Star Wars. But you know what? More and more of us have admitted to the fact that we're nerds. And you know what? Nerds say there's a lot of nerds out nerds there right now. Nerds last. I'm trying to Listen, tell you. I mean, <laughs> listen. I may be an I you, may be a professional athlete, but I have my English degree. Th- I mean, like, we I all got a Yates, little nerd, man. We all got a little nerd inside of us somewhere, right? Yeah, so, man. but I pixel I, I post a lot of pictures of not only my girlfriend with the dog because I love my dog, but people always comment. I get four or five at least. Boy, Fabiano, you all kicked your coverage. Fine, that's so their I just that's what, beat that's them. Their- to the punch no. on that photo. Now, don't I, don't I just beat what, them to the what punch. What you can't claim is that you're being self-deprecating in this case. You're announcing, look at what I write, MVP. We've been over right. this already. Yeah. Eddie Spaghetti. Don't side with this you guy. You guys wish by the way, with me. But hey, well, you know who else uh, outkicked his coverage? 
That's fine. So right there. Fine. But I, he said it. I'm though. lovely. Right. I'm a lovely girlfriend. That is, that That's your no, point. Your point. That has nothing to do with anything that we're talking about. That's fine. Great. I'm not saying it. I'm not the one announcing it to the world. Now, it's listen, not announced to the world. Why, beating, why, why are we beating you up already? I bring this, this is what Damashek brings me on. I bring, for this, that. Up, yes. I bring yes. this up to Marcus Grant and to Alex Gelhar. I invited them on the program, in fact, and they didn't respond. So let's just tackle this ourselves. Instead, what do you think, Will Blackman? I was if, just going to ask. On you. one hand, if you've outkicked your coverage, what if you are Fabiano's girlfriend who probably in her heart of hearts knows, oh, he's a good guy, there's a lot of nice things about him, I'm better looking than he is. <laughs> what is her – what What did she do? If he outkicked his coverage, what is the football nomenclature? Is that the right uh, – what's, what's the night right uh, metaphor for what she did? I have submitted and see if you can be careful uh, here. See if you can see if you can uh, best this one. Pooch punt. She <laughs> she pooch punted. <laughs> Played hmm. it safe. Played it safe. Played right. It safe. Coffin corner. Caught what? Rugby, Kicked it out of bounds. Rugby, 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 rugby style kick. <laughs> <laughs> Kicked it out of bounds. The end over end. End, end over end. That. That's difficult to catch. Yeah, because I think there's a bit of strategy on her part. She it, 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 it just happened to. There's her. actually a new punt called the gravity ball. Uh huh. And it's where the the punter kicks in the air and it doesn't it doesn't uh, rotate it doesn't spin it's just in the air, and you're like, what the heck is this that's coming down? <laughs> the gravity ball. Gravity she gravity ball. balled. She gravity balled me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You. It looks. That's it, it? It's, it's probably it's the the most difficult, probably the ugliest punt, and you're like, man, how can I get this? And then you do catch it, and you're like, damn, dude, that was a great decision. Like I actually. Attempted to catch this ball, and it's a so she made a I great decision. I didn't know they decision. were doing. Is what Will is saying. I didn't great know decision. they were doing new things. The punt looked hideous, but then wait, hideous. The it got down. She's like, hideous. you know what? This is actually a pretty handsome football. Uh, okay, hideous. Okay, from a distance. Yeah. Oh, from right. a distance, she, I'm hideous. Okay. Yeah, that's the good news. <laughs> yeah, she threw. She she gravity balled you. Whose punt sounds terrible though? Well, gravity balled ain't exactly uh, <laughs> a compliment. But no. yeah, so 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 he so he got gravity balled. But the good news is she feel you know you fielded she it. She fielded the punch. She fielded she it. She fielded the punch and held on. Yes, so you should be you know. Flattered and some would by say that. maybe she took it all the way to the house. Well, I that, say who cares? <laughs> Why are we talking about this house? right now? You're right. You're right. Let's talk about pro football. <laughs> Although I am curious, are they actually doing newfangled things in the world of punting now? There are actually there's some new stones left to be unturned. Oh yeah, there's all kinds of stuff, you know. Well, they are they aren't collectively <laughs> good. Uh, Adam Carolla points this out all the time, and it is it it it, it does bother me. Why can't current NFL uh, punters um, coffin corner it? Like our forefathers used to, they used to drop it dead in there. They they wouldn't try to get it to land inside the ten. They would just kick it out of bounds, and then you couldn't return it. Like, why don't like you Ray see Guy and Roby, like those guys? Yeah. Why 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 is it so hard to do? Seems like I you think, just kick I it think, in the line I, and just I, have it go out of bounds. I think they can. But why don't we see it then? I think you're just missing it. I all right. Well, I don't I see. I watch to, every I, game. I think so you I need to leave the, the AFC North and watch other games. Oh, oh that's, there you go. That's an accusation. Mm -hmm. I'm just letting you know. Don't, let me, yeah. don't make me gravity ball, you friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to talk about this. Before anything else, I don't want the clock to get away from us. Let's dig in on this. We spent a lot of time, as I mentioned, with Brinson and uh, Money talking about this, that, and the other. Hugs at work. Well, you know, all of it. We talked about fast food French fries, you know. 
listen, we didn't do a ton of pro football talk. Let's fix that now. We have the Hall of Fame fantasy wizard seated over there. We have a NFL I'm just safety a slash corner slash do it all. So it's special teamer, but of course you you made your bone. NFL Swiss Army knife. That's right. Mm. So you've seen it all. You're Jose Okendo. You wore 27 of the 32 Do you even know NFL who Jose shoes? Okendo is? I'm Will Blackman. <laughs> <laughs> does anybody know who Jose Okendo is? Oh, I know Dave on. does. Come on. Come on. Anybody Who's back he? there? Yeah. What does he do? You guys are quiet. This guy was a utility player for the St. Louis Cardinals for Mostly played years. some second base. Mostly. Yeah, he was yeah. all over the place, though. Oh. He also he was also the uh, the first guy that I'm aware of. Everybody catching throwing baseball, right? Well, I mean, you can't you can't play shortstop and outfield. I mean, it's it's kind of tough. Now the Orange County hipsters all wear that flat bill up a little bit too high for for someone square like me. I'm like, oh, that that's the way the kids wear their hats Yeah, no, now. I would never wear my hat like Jose that. Akendo, though, he was the first human being I saw wear a hat that way. He really is a trailblazer. I don't know if he's gotten proper credit for that. All right, let's dig in on it with these two right here. Will let's Blackman, you've seen everything there is to see in 21st century NFL football. This is true. Pretty close to it, this right? This is true. You've been all over. You've been in every division just about. I've been, I've been in every corner of the U.S., basically. That's neat. Mm, I'd love yeah. to. You know what? Played. I have something else I want to talk with you about. But first, let's do this. You've seen it all. Who better to talk about? People love debating who's the best wide receiver in pro football. Right. Like I told you, I covered everyone from Isaac Bruce to Sterling Shepard. That's crazy. That's a yeah. long list. Yeah, no. that's something. That's something. So, obviously, you your, your opinion has some merit here, much yeah, more than some. mine does. Isaac Bruce, boy, he was one heck of a fantasy player. It always goes back to fantasy for me. That's fine. Let's yeah. go. Let's go real slash fantasy. Will Blackman. I'm going to give you some names, okay. and then let's put them into a, an order that we will have to abide by for for the remainder of 2018 at least. All right. First name on the list: Julio Jones. What about him? Tell me about him. Just give me a thought about him. I think he the is. best. Is he the best you've seen? Don't don't uh, you just because uh, that's what a lot of people will say. Is he the greatest specimen you've ever seen? It. He's uh, probably the greatest specimen in terms of well, second, second greatest specimen. Second, okay, yes. what what do you like Third about Leo's greatest game? specimen? Okay, we'll get. I'm there. trying to yeah. figure out who one and two are. We'll get to that all I've that. I've seen. I, I'm gonna. I, I can guess. Okay, but get, but I, I just guess. I just like that he can he can do he can do everything with his size. Um, there's nothing he can't do. He can line up in the slot, outside. He can play running back. He can return kicks, I'm sure. It doesn't matter. I feel like he's just – So sure. why is he not the best then? What, the, what, what is the flaw? Because he's see? not the only one that can do that. What's the, what's the flaw? Does he have a flaw? No. Can he be taken away? That's what I've seen. I've oh. seen Julio Jones for this. Oh, Julio I, Jones has a flaw. He can be – play fantasy football, he does. He can be – I mean, I've seen um, New Orleans. They played a lot of two-man to his side. Right. So, Marshawn Lattimore would play underneath him with the safety over top. So, And that's what we done when I was on the Redskins, too. We played a lot of underneath coverage versus Julio. So, yes, he can be taken away. Well, that's an issue. That's not something you want. That is your, an issue, yeah. In your, uh, your high-end it number does one help wide receiver. It helps that they have just rockets all over the place that can explode at any time. Uh, with other athletes, so that does help him. But he can't be taken away, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's wrong, as we jump into this conversation um, willy-nilly, do you think it's wrong, philosophically, for Matt Ryan or any quarterback, to not, when it's crunch time, to just say, I, you know, shame the devil. I, You know, 11's our guy. He's my best wide receiver. Why am I throwing it anywhere else? It seems like some QBs, successful ones, do figure that out. Listen, what, Matt, what am Matt, I doing? Matt, Matt will do that. Matt throws it to Julio. 
You don't think he I see I think he doesn't jam the ball into him week after week no matter the situation and I think that uh, that, that that's an issue. It's a couple of years ago. I mean, the, the red zone opportunities that Julio had was ridiculous. Uh, he wasn't getting hardly as many as he should yeah. have based on the fact that he was probably the most talented player on the field. So that and that's been a big problem for him in fantasy football because he's got this big name recognition, but when you look at the stat lines week in and week out, 300 yards and two touchdowns. Oh, man, Julio. Then the next three weeks, he gives you maybe 10 or 12 PPR points, and you're like, Well, some it goes me. back to our point. Maybe they take him away in the red zone because he is such a great target in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, other guys. He threw it up to him in the playoffs. He slipped here in L.A. and threw it up to Julio. That's true. That is true. All right. So we'll set for now as we put this list together. We did not uh, form this list in advance of the podcast. We're doing it currently. So Julio right now is number one. Let me give you another name. And this is a good place to start, I think, because I say, even though Julio Jones, if you put him out there at the combine or whatever and said, is you know, do you want this guy or do you want Keenan Allen? 32 out of 32 teams would take Julio Jones. However, if you watch the two play, Keenan Allen is the more unstoppable guy. Keenan Allen definitely wins every single one-on-one battle. That's right. Yeah, I, I think he's uh, extremely uh, shifty for for being his size off the line of scrimmage. And I think he probably stole a little bit from uh, when Stevie Johnson was there. I think Stevie Johnson is, was probably the best guy off the line of scrimmage. It was like Stevie Johnson. It was like defending wow. Allen Iverson, you know, trying to, you know, he would literally have his hand out like he's crossing over a basketball. Wow. Um, and he was very challenging. But, yeah, Keenan, uh, especially dealing with the injuries he's had to come back here and um, just just get it done. He has a great quarterback. Who's better? Okay, who's better? Let's just do it. Who's better? Keenan. You're going Keenan over Julio right out of the gate. Controversy. Wow. I like right it. Right now, uh, Keenan. Right, okay. Yep. Fabs, you're cool with that? Are we talking about fantasy or reality? You know what we're talking about. They're both. They go hand in hand. What yeah, does that mean? I'm going Julio. You're, you'd still go Julio. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, because of the durability issues, Keenan's had a couple of years where he's barely played. And if you look at last year, the first half of the season, eh, he went nuts in the second half of the season. He went absolutely ballistic in the stat sheet. So I, I still think he can improve on his consistency. Let's put it that way. Keenan, when we're talking about stats. Keenan is the best route runner in the NFL? No. No. Nope. Okay. Odell. Odell's absolutely the, the best mm. route runner. Odell yes, Beckham, absolutely. Hmm. Okay, Dustin, I, uh, Dustin, 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 Dustin Hopkins, Hopkins. the kicker, kickers, no, not not him. Kicker. Let's keep him out of it. New Hopkins is who I want to talk about. I think, I think DeAndre doesn't get as much credit as he deserves. I I would say he arguably can be the best receiver. Okay, well, because let's, the, the let's, argument is because he's had. Eight hundred quarterbacks, and still gets it. The only thing that can stop New Hopkins historically in the NFL, Brock Osweiler. (laughs) That's it. It is remarkable. Every other quarterback he's played with, he's balled with. It hasn't mattered. There are very few receivers who have proven that they are QB proof. I mean, AB is the best wide receiver in football, at least in my world. He's thrived. I mean, but I mean, he's got Ben Roethlisberger. Nuke has done it with. He's also put up numbers with uh, Landry Jones and Jazz I, I get it. I, I, I get it, but I wonder if AB would put up the same numbers as Nuke has with the carousel of mediocre or worse quarterbacks right. that he's Fair. played with. Well, and also too, preparing for AB, it's totally different. It's street ball between him and Ben. It's just. Right, he's waiting know. for AB to give him eyes. Uh, I feel no. like that's old no. news. I mean, you're in the league, and you. That's what I'm Why saying. you say that? Definitely. Because I know. I know where Odell is going to go. I know where he's going to get the ball. He's going to get the ball between the numbers and the hash. That's a slant, and he's going to take 80 yards. Or if he's on the outside, he's going to run a go route. 
he might give you a double move here. If it's on the 50-yard line, he is going to run a double move because it's a, close to the end zone. Uh, with A.B., you don't know what the hell he's going to do. Literally, he'll run the most craziest route. He'll run. But isn't that isn't – that, I mean, you've been around now are, for but, a decade. But there's so much footage that you know, like, that's not even a real route. It's just get open. And you have the type of quarterback with Ben where he does like to pump fake and throw guys off him and just wait. It's not even – it's totally off script between them two. It's All right, let's – to the matter at hand, Hopkins. Where are you ranking him? Because we have Keenan one, Julio two. Hopkins goes above Keenan. Oh, man. All right, let's talk about now 84, A.B., what do you like about him? 1A. <laughs> 1B. <laughs> is that right? You're going new Hopkins over AB? AB is – I don't understand. He's the most clutch receiver. AB1. Go ahead. You know what? That's exactly right. He Had he not gotten hurt in the at the start of the Patriots game and they end up winning that game, that's yep. a couple of big ifs, obviously. But if both of those things happen – Antonio Brown. He's the most clutch. However, he's your he's your MVP. However, he would have won the MVP. DeAndre DeAndre hit Legion of Boom for two hundred yards. AB only had sixty yards. Okay. When he got shadowed by Sherman, Sherman shadowed him and took him completely out of the game, which was a rare thing at the time which for a, Sherman. Yeah, and this dude, I mean, AB last year, what missed three games and still was a leading wide receiver. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. You got to go productive. productive I, and, and I hear you, and that's a that's a fine uh, anecdote to summon what happened up in the Klinka. What was that two three years ago? Now I'm gonna but just tell you now. With very few exceptions has AB ever been taken away. AB, he is ne- he is very rarely silenced in a in a mm-hmm, football game. Mm-hmm. AB. <laughs> AB one now. So AB ahead of Hopkins. AB ahead of Hopkins. Okay, that's the smart. Although AB's had a couple of stinkers against the Bengals historically, but typically he puts up. Those are always weird games anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, last time we played the Bengals, he uh, he made the game-winning touchdown no, and I, then took a lick, headshot, held on to it. Adam Jones has, has had some success against him. If you can actually say anyone has had success against Antonio. All right. So next up, let's talk about Odell Beckham, the most celebrated receiver I think that we've ever seen in pro football with the possible exception of Randy Moss. Because he is your, despite him being what, he's 5'10", 5'11", if that, he is your perfect receiver in terms of he has four X gloves. No one knows that. That's why he can snag the ball wherever, and he has soccer feet. So he has the most incredible routes. And he, and despite him being, you know, flashy and likes to dance and all that stuff, he is a, a straight workhorse. Mm-hmm. He is a dog. He has the same intensity as as an Adrian Peterson when playing football. So what's his liability? People, the vapid cynics of the 21st century would tell you he care. He's too intense. He yells and he, he cries on the sidelines as if that's a bad thing. And out of the other sides of their mouth, those same vapid cynics will say Jay Cutler doesn't care enough. Well, which is it? We we go. Let's decide which one we want to have here in pro football. Yeah. Do you well, want guys that are super intense or guys that are uh, that are glib? That's what I'm saying. It. It's football. It's a gladiator combative sure. sport. You know, there's tons of aggression in the game. I think it's only a problem if it, if it gets in the way of how he plays. That's that's how he is. That's what he does. You know, and and uh, does it? And does it? Yeah. No, does it? Does it bother him? I don't think so at all. It doesn't affect hit all the histrionics that he sometimes gets into pregame. During, you know, no, because he's still, he's still. It doesn't crushed. distract him. Only thing that distracts him is a broken ankle. And that's what happened. Okay. I mean, you remember a few years back, and Josh Norman was the best cover corner in the entire league, and Odell just he, – he just did work on him. Right. And, and I remember because in the fantasy world, people were like, yeah, okay, I got to play OBJ, but this is a bad matchup. And, I mean, he dominated. Because, because who dominated. said – yeah, the people said that Josh was the best cover corner at the time when he, he was actually – once again, people get confused with 
who's the best actually cover corner or the most productive corner. That's right. You know what I mean? Right. And I think in that defense, right, he, he – Norman's been exposed a little. I'm not uh, yeah. denigrating him, but it was a little bit. Yeah, I think he's – and that's my guy. You know, I think he's an excellent player. But he did well in that defense. I mean, right. was, that was an incredible defense that they were on, and he he made his plays at the right time. Mm-hmm. Where, Certain where guys, right? I mean, it's just a yeah. thing. As they, as uh, the world uh, over the last decade has learned the term, I fo- a DB who follows, mm-hmm. a corner who follows. Right, that's rare. Josh well, Norman doesn't follow the number one week see, after right. week. That, and, that last and season in Carolina, I remember doing research for starts and sits and that kind of thing, and you, you couldn't start anybody against him. Every single wideout, no matter who it was, uh, outside OBJ, for example, would just had. But that's had the a, point is, it wasn't absolute against stinker. But it wasn't right. against. It was Carolina's yeah. defense as a whole. But Norman was the guy who got a lot of the credit. Okay, Odell Beckham. Where's he rank here? We got AB one, Hopkins two, Keenan three. You putting a? You, we breaking this order up here? I'm pulling Odell at two. Two. Okay, Odell, move on down there, Hopkins. Good luck holding on to the winner stand because we still got some good names coming up here, like. Des Bryant. Des, Des is right now he's not in the top five. No, I, I know he's not in the yes. top five at this point. This is a discussion about Des? Yeah, I want to hear what you think about Des because I have asserted Malcolm Jenkins laughed at me and said I was crazy. I said in the red zone, in their respective primes, I would rather be throwing the ball to Des Bryant than Calvin Johnson. Mm, wow. Des Bryant, are you, are you was, going just, he's have, the best guy I've ever seen in the red zone and just, you know, 50-50 ball, I'm going to outman you and I'm going to grab it and there's nothing you can do about but it. Then they, but then they end up defending the 50-50 ball against him. Okay, you know? so Des, you're, you're fine. Here's, with, here's the even thing with, at his best, what do you Here's think? the thing with Des. I, I think he's he is still – that's why this crazy talk on he can't get off one-on-ones and – he can't get open. Mm-hmm. I still think he is a, f- a fantastic player um, and still can be a dominant player. Jason Witten said the other day is that he feels like Dez would be in a great situation with an accurate quarterback, with a quarterback who can place mm-hmm. the ball anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. As soon as Tony Romo left, his, right. his numbers yeah. were over. Big time. Well, um, and that's- put, put him in Green Bay. In, in, yeah. in the fantasy world, we're all praying that Des Bryant goes to Green Bay. Right. Because or he New would Orleans. shoot right back up the rankings. Or New Orleans. They don't count his catches up in Lambeau, though. So that would be a bad uh, – <laughs> And that was a catch. And as a Cowboys fan, I'm still pissed off about that. All right. And, and as a fan who had no rooting interest – You are interest, pissed off, Mike. I am. I, and because by the way – When are we going to get back to that? I mean, we could have went to Seattle the following week, beaten them, and gone to the Super Bowl. Yes, assuming that Aaron Rodgers, the best quarterback that's ever played quarterback, yeah, that's true. doesn't take him down the field. Because to Seattle true. and got that's demolished true. anyhow. But. That's true. Well, they did go up to the Seattle Cowboys in a game Seattle in the right? regular season. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I do like when people forget what actually happened. In well, the no, game. if I, that Des t- catch counts, I just like to complain. Do you not Aaron remember Rogers what happened gets the a few back. seasons ago with Rodgers and Jared Cook and all that mess? Yeah, yeah I remember I it. Don't forget right. that one. Yeah. Okay, so Des is at the bottom of this list right now. Right, he's not of that list. Yeah, yeah, he's not the worst receiver. Yeah, you don't. No, no, no. Um, Josh Gordon. Okay. Talk about physical specimen. Mm-hmm. He's another one that that goes into that DeAndre Hopkins category of it didn't matter who his he had Brandon Whedon. I think he yeah dude, fought he, for over two hundred yards. It was ridiculous. Yeah. One of them was against us when I was in Jacksonville. He hit us for two seventy nine. <laughs> in terms of could we take him away? We tried everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, we literally just it was like punt punt uh, return. We just gunners, two gunners onto him and. He's still just straight up unstoppable. Yeah. Whatever that, that was. That season, 
I mean, with a mediocre quarterback, I mean, he was the highest scoring wide receiver in fantasy straight football. Up, he is and then up it seemed, and then it seemed like a bit of a mirage in the ensuing years. I know suspensions and everything else, but it it, it did feel like, all right, we saw that, and we're never going to see that from Gordon again, right. for whatever reason. You won't when you suspend him. Well, of he's course. barely. No, played. I know, but now he's back, and if you watched him, there are certain games last year. I mean, Casey Hayward was. Was first game back debatably looked the awesome, best, right? Yeah. Debatably the 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 best one on one cover corner right. in the league last year. He's in the conversation at least. I'll defer to people smarter than I like you on that subject. But Josh Gordon, I mean, whoever Casey Hayward covered in 2017 was taken away, save Josh Gordon, who just was physically dominant that mm-hmm. day. Right. Yeah. Yep. He, he is like he is. You if you take Ben Wallace and Usain Bolt. And you put them together. Ben Wallace. <laughs> that's you get Josh Gordon. Oh man! I mean, that's exactly who he is. Just that's a good quotable line you did there. Oh, yeah. I mean, he he everything. There's there's nothing wrong with him. The one thing that's wrong with him is more with the offense. They signed everybody. They traded for Jarvis. They've got Corey Coleman. They've got Njoku. They've got a pass catching running back, right. Duke Johnson. So from a fantasy perspective, that could limit his ceiling a little bit. Nah, I was I was excited How's about that him. Drag down? Jarvis Landry's averaging 160 targets a season. How's How that many drag times down? are they going to throw the football? But Josh, he's going to get those. Once they get past the 40, he's going to get all those one on ones. And it's yeah, everybody. It's, who, who's everybody have, eats in a successful who, who, offense. That's not going right. to diminish their. So, look at the Steelers. So, what, or, 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 does they right, build around that? So Tyrod. So Tyrod. So Tyrod Taylor leading that offense, and I like Tyrod Taylor, is going to be good enough to put up thousand yard seasons for both of these guys. Who knows. Hey, I like I, – I don't get the knocks, I, and I've been saying this for three years now. I don't get the – And they've got three running backs now. Tyrod yeah, Taylor. Tyrod, got, Tyrod has weapons now. Tyrod Taylor is, no, is I a like good Tyrod. pro football QB, and I don't Very understand good. why people uh, are kind of like, yeah, he's a placeholder. Yeah, maybe we should try Nate Peterman. What? What are you doing? He's a good, effective and NFL QB. got Buffalo into the playoff. That's exactly yeah. right. Whereas a lot of guys – Despite getting benched for Peterman, he got mean. whipped. Given yeah. the egos. Go ahead. Ima- given the egos of NFL QBs, right. can you imagine how most guys would react to that? Wait, what are you doing? What? I, well, right. now I'm not playing for you but the rest the of the year, But that's the type of players that Cleveland went and got. They got guys who who knows how to handle adversity, who are resilient, who know how to who knows how to get through those things. And hmm. That's exactly who they got. But also Tyrod is a guy, one of the better guys in the league in terms of his mobility, right? So the pocket breaks down. He doesn't necessarily have to throw the football. He can run for 5, 10 yards on you too. So – in fantasy, that's well. what we're concerned about is that you've got three running backs after they drafted Chubb. You've got three or four receivers, including Gordon and, and Jarvis. Where, there's a lot of miles to feed in that offense. Where are the targets going to go? It could be trade bait. Yeah, maybe that's how it'll end up. Uh, they it, might it, get more picks for next year. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's that is. That's but, but by the way, you but do, Gordon's awesome. You do walk into something that uh, people seem to have largely forgotten because Cleveland has added so much talent. Mm-hmm. They, a, a couple of great ads that they made. They, they add uh, Randall in the secondary, and yeah, then yeah. they add, um, like you say, Jarvis Landry. People are celebrating. I like Carlos Hyde more than most people do. I know yeah. people aren't over the moon about him, but it may be returning to the homeland of Ohio. He was the RB9 in fantasy last season. I know. I don't and right the... now, he's probably going to be the third Browns running back drafted. Because uh, I think Chubb and Hyde are, are I mean, negligible in right. terms of the touches that they could potentially get. Here's and then a... Duke Johnson's the pass catcher. I have bad news for you and for Cleveland Browns fans. They're playing inspiring. the Steelers twice a season? That's, Todd Haley? What? That, that's not the issue. What? The what? issue is that Hugh Jackson is their head coach. Respond to that, Will Blackman. Well, I think they did a great job of bringing in Todd Haley. 
See? There you go. Well, Todd yeah. Haley. That's going to be the difference. And he knows how to feed everybody. Yeah, that guy's you know, led a lot of productive offense. You offenses. know what Todd Haley's going to like, too, is my, my uh, back to my point of the things that people have sort of forgotten about is David Njoku. He, he, I mean, he could be dominant. I mean, he's a talented guy. He's who, awesome. He's athletic. Again, he was like one of my potential sleepers before they went out and signed everybody. So, Josh Gordon, where are we putting him on our list? He's five. Five. So oh. we go A, B, then Odell, Hopkins, Keenan, and then Josh Gordon ahead of Julio. No. Do I have five up there already? We have A, B, Odell, Hopkins, Keenan. That stops at Julio. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Wait, so Julio's five? Oh, Josh, that was six? a real personal conversation. Josh Gordon ahead of Julio. No. No. Julio. So Josh Gordon after. Yeah, Josh Gordon is not in there yet. Okay. All right. He's Next. he's a rising comeback star. <laughs> I know it's going to be hard to evaluate him in 2018, but try to speak to the last few years, I guess, at least. Larry Fitzgerald. Man, I mean. What's his voodoo, by the way? Because he's not fast, and coming out of pit, that was the knock on him. That's why he fell a little bit in the but draft, because he that, had no foot speed. But that's to my whole point about, you know, he fits into that what Dez – what Des can be, what Anquan Bolden was, is like he's not going to be open, but just he's going to muscle you and strong arm you. And he's going to get the ball anyway, so he fits. That's where Larry is, and I think that's why I see what Des and in, uh, in the Anquan Bolden category experience too. I mean, yeah, there was a few seasons where in fantasy football, Fitzgerald's value was dropping. I right. mean, his numbers had decreased. Remember, and we were all sure. okay. Well, right. you know, Fitz was great, and it looks like his his decline is begin, and then boom. He just shot right back up. I mean, this guy's a top 10 PPR wide receiver. Yeah, okay. the, the biggest thing is when Arians moved him inside, you know, which he was totally reluctant to yep. go into the slot. Right. That changed everything. Because right now, Larry's just, I'll move forever because he just wants to win. He wants to win so we can ride into the sunset. So. But are we saying that Fitz is not even going to challenge Julio in, in here? We're not going to put He's him not ahead in again there. at you, Josh Because when, when you play Fitz, you have to have awareness of where he is, but you don't have to take Fitz away. In their primes, though? Well, let, we'll 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 get to that in a second here. What about a couple of uh, wild cards here? Tyreek Hill. He's he's one of those um like special players you just have to be aware for. Can't do it all at this point. Can't do it all. He's a matchup guy. Okay. Demarius Thomas, don't want to forget him. He once again, he's in that that uh Anquan Bolden mold. Okay. So let's round it up. But out I do want to put Somewhere in there, I, I like Stephon Diggs, too. Dude, if he could ever just stay healthy for a full See, season. I don't want to forget anybody. And Thielen, I mean, too, do you want, wish to weigh in on that? Because shame the Thielen, devil if you the jury one is, and not the, the other. I, th I think the jury's still out. Got to do it again. The jury's still out, yeah. Mm. Okay, where do you want just, to? Just because I, I personally have, have covered him. And I was like, man, like I, res I respect his, pr him, his production and what he does. But I'm just – there are some guys where, you know, I'll, I'll get – get ready for like okay there's a there's a lot going on here you know what i'm saying i'm prepared but there's a lot going on but these i'm just the jury's still out the preparation is one thing the film that you watch on these right. guys in advance the experience after the fact i guess really what you're getting at is just who hits you in the gut when you think when i mention that guy do you think like oh he's the scariest one i faced and right. that's what we're kind of doing with this list right because so for example when i prepared for odell i i learned not in preparation, just planning against him that the play is never over. There's one catch he had me when I was on the Redskins where I took him away completely, and Eli threw the ball way out of the end zone. And I'm like, okay, this play is over. So I just cruise a little bit, and then Odell just 
threw his big ass hand out there and <laughs> caught the ball and scored. And I was like, wow, I didn't know. Like, I didn't think he can get to that. I thought it was over. Do, did I forget? Is it wrong that we haven't mentioned yet? Well, we do have a couple more guys that we should mention here quickly. What about T.Y. Hilton? Where's he fit into here? T.Y., I would say like three years ago, he would have been in there. I like Michael Thomas, too. Wow, Michael that Thomas was the next name good, I was just right, going to invoke. Yeah. Yep. And you, and you got he's another like, one, he's too. Like, he's like 5A, man. He's he's right there. Oh, really? Yeah. Michael Thomas, so ahead of Julio? What are we thinking? Like, ahead right, of Josh Gordon? He's like right – he's ahead of Josh, yeah. Josh isn't up what, there right now. What but. about Demarius Thomas? Demarius right now, I, I need to see what he does this year. Okay. So tell me if I have this right. We're going to go. This is our order now, our official order for 2018 per Will Blackman, pro football. <laughs> Just back. throw me on there, my name, yep. That's right. Well, that's right. Well, listen, I've, I've thrown in that's my fine. insights. Fabiano's yeah, thrown it in. This is your I've list. I've covered everybody on this list, so, yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's valid. What are you explaining yourself yes. to me for? All right, here we go. Number one, the best wide receiver in 2018. I'm, you're not going to get a debate from me or anyone else who knows what they're talking yeah. about. Antonio Brown. As the Lemieux yeah. jersey goes past his right. care. Yeah. That's I'm going to listen. Mm. Say what you right. want. That's mm. fact. A.B. Number two, Odell Beckham. Number three. Hold on. No, DeAndre Hopkins. No, you said Odell, too. I did say Odell, too. You Didn't did? you say that? Odell, too. DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre three. Two. You can amend this. DeAndre, DeAndre two. two. Ahead of Odell. Yes. Okay. Then Odell. Then Keenan Allen. Yep. Then Julio. Yes. Then Josh Gordon. No. No, then Michael Thomas. Yeah. Then Josh Gordon. No. No, that, then Julio. <laughs> oh, no, get out of here. Well, let's leave it at Michael Thomas. Let's leave it there. Well, I, I think it's fun to say that because a lot of people are going to see this and say, wait, where's Julio? And we'll be able to say right behind him. Mm. Right? No, then well, other way around. Julio's in front of Michael wait Thomas. Wait a second. A.B. Odell. DeAndre. A.B. DeAndre. DeAndre. Odell. Odell. Keenan. Keenan. Julio. Julio. Michael Thomas. Yes. Josh Gordon. No, we're going to stop at Michael Thomas. And then Larry Fitzgerald. Stop and at Michael then Thomas. Demarius Thomas. Stop at Michael Thomas. And then Des. Doug forget Baldwin. About, you forget about Mike Evans. You forget about Green. Mike, Doug Baldwin. Oh, I wait mean, a minute. I didn't. I, I, I mean, you got a bunch of other dudes you haven't mentioned. How dare you, Fabi? I don't want to forget. That's right. Okay, good. Mike that's Evans. What, what, that's what you're here for. Huge Mike Evans. question mark, man. Mike Evans. Every other year. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Underwhelmed. That's what I I got off Will Blackman. No, it doesn't seem impressed at all. I know. That's Mm. not what it was. Okay. I'm like, man, he deserves to be in there. I'm like, but where does he go? Talk about about a guy who has made all of his quarterbacks look pretty good. He's another one. Yeah, he's another one. He's coming off a eh, season, though, man. Second half of last year, he wasn't all that productive. Yeah, that whole thing. I don't know why they kept uh, Jeff Tedford. I mean, uh, Dirk Cutter. I don't know why they kept uh, Cutter. That was a mistake, I feel. Evans has been weird. Even in college, he caught a lot of weird passes from man. Oh, yep. Man's so. mm-hmm. Okay. He's been an every other year fantasy player. Mike Evans? So. Where are we slotting him? I don't know where we're slotting him. Well, you have to. We'll just, keep, slot- we'll just keep slotting him under Michael Thomas right now. So okay. let's put him under Michael Thomas. Okay. All right. That's fine if that's how you want to do now. it. A.J. Green. A.J. Green. He's above Mike Thomas. Just above Mike Thomas, but behind Julio. Julio. Good. And anyone else, Fabiano? I don't want to miss anybody. You're not going to put Doug Baldwin. No disrespect, but he likes that. It fuels him. Mm -hmm. I told him before the Super Bowl once, in fact, before Super Bowl 49, because he's one of the biggest purveyors of the no one outside this locker room believes in us. I don't want you to believe in me. And so I told him at uh, media night that I did believe in him. 
it tripped him out. But then he scored a touchdown and mm. pooped the football. The only other guy that I would I think of, at least in my list, Devontae Adams. Because he's coming off a big season and Jordy's gone. All right, he's not going to make. He's the number one guy. I mean, yeah, but then they got Jimmy now. So the ball, in, that, in that offense, the ball goes to the tight end. Okay. Good tight end. Well, AJ Green. But there's still a lot of targets out there. This is very true. You know, so a lot of targets to be had with Jordy gone. AJ Green? Yeah, ahead of Michael Thomas. That's it. Just ahead. Well, okay. And ahead of Mike Evans as well? Below Julio. Below, below Julio. Uh, below. Okay. And. Below. <laughs> <laughs> And we're not going to – and Doug Baldwin is does not raid here. Ahead of Fitz? He's, he's just in the conversation. Okay. All right. Last thing on this is uh, where does Gronk factor into this? How many he's, of these he's receivers – He's on a tight end list. No, no. Where would uh, – uh, among pass catchers, is Gronk better than all these guys, better than most of them? Is there one guy maybe that's more uh, that's more difficult to defend? Than Gronk? Yeah. Or is Gronk the gold standard of – Un, of indefensible. If I mean, I personally like Travis Kelsey better than Gronk. Whoa! I love it. I See, do. that's bold talk. Well, I, saw, I saw Travis Kelsey catch a screen and took his 60 yards. I was sold. He's been better the last two seasons. Now let's so. do this. Now let's shift gears here and do 21st century. You know, yeah, you've been around uh, long enough. To I give- still have my old the hidden NFL Steve, Steve Sable films. Mm. I got you. <laughs> Number one, 21st century. Guy, this will include people that are retired. Calvin Johnson, Steve Smith, Randy Moss, Larry Fitzgerald, Antonio Brown. Randy. Randy's the best. Yeah. Okay. Number two. Larry. He's better than Antonio Brown? How dare you, sir? Have you seen the production? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> the production is is undeniable at this point. The the he is in a run that is not like uh went on for 10 games or something. This has gone on for uh 6 seasons now with Antonio Brown. 100 plus catches, leading the league, you know. I mean, come on. A lot of mouths to feed. I know a Hall I'm of Famer. go Randy Calvin AB Larry. All right. Interesting. Eddie Spaghetti, what did you think of all that? You're not happy. No comment. You're not happy with that list. It's too many lists. Too, too many long, lists, right? Too long. It just my rank, throat ranks, hurts right now. Yeah, rankings yeah, right? throw me all off. All this list. I don't have any reference. I didn't any preparation. Pete, for this. Well, that's not what I wanted. I wanted. Uh, I wanted gut reaction here. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna call handsome Hank now. Yes. M of VP. I know doesn't care. Sully, Bra- tell us. Was that no good? I do, well, but once you get your mitts on it and condense it all for us, it's going to be ready to go, right? No, I have to leave here in like an hour and a half. So that's up to these two, Somebody, the real producers in this in this building. That's up. That's their job. But yeah, about ten, fifteen minutes too long. Hey, and, uh, you, and it took you thirty-five minutes to bring up AJ Green. Good job. Yeah, Fox. that was bad too. Uh, <laughs> get him in there, Will Blackman. I want to know this from you as we wait uh, for a report, a pre-royal uh, wedding. Um, report from uh, ha- from England's own handsome Hank. What is it? Um, I think I have. I, I think I know the answer. But explain to people why safeties like you, like Trey Boston, Eric Reed. I mean Eric Reed. Andy people Bacaro, might. I mean there are a lot. Uh, there are a lot of Bet talented safeties. guys. Yep. Safeties and even in the draft, we saw some safeties that people thought were going to go a little bit higher, fall a little bit. What gives here? Um. 
Well, I don't think the position's being devalued or anything because you need more safeties now that can play the run and cover at the same time. You can't always just put linebackers in there and run a basic 3-4. You need, like, you know, the kids, Edmund, Edmonds, that you, uh, the Steelers drafted, he's a hybrid type of player, like, mm-hmm. a, like a Deion Buchanan, you know, who can who can do a little bit of everything. But I, I think it's just it's the veteran safeties that aren't being signed. Uh, because? Because, for example, in the draft, there were 18 safeties, you know, drafted. Um, and I don't know the asking price for each of these safeties, you know. So that's the deal. The, the, I feel like even with defensive backs, GMs want to get a lot of just young defensive backs, and hopefully they can train them to pan out. Because And so the primary characteristic that NFL teams are looking for is speed? I don't Above know. Maybe, 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 it sounds like maybe the they're trying end. to hit just like, you know, when Seattle had those two drafts, when they got Cam and Earl and uh, Maxwell and Sherman in two drafts. You know, is it or, or that? I guess that's actually interesting. Maybe the Packers are kind of trying to follow that model as well with what they've done in the last couple of years um, in the draft. Yeah, it seems to me it's just that you need the 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 hybrid thing. We keep hearing about that, but maybe it's just swapping out safeties for for true cover corners, right? Based on the way, I mean, every team is now their base defense, or not every team, but people are now. It's not as much about people, oh, we got to get this defensive tackle who's great against the run. I don't know if you noticed. Right. He's only going to be on the field for right. about uh, a, mm-hmm. a quarter or a third of the snaps. Right. It's going to be more important is to have a, a good third cover corner, right? Well, two safeties actually that were drafted were converted to corners. The safety that um, Seattle drafted late in the fifth round. Uh, I forget his name. but um, And also the safety that San Fran drafted in the fifth round also. They converted both of those guys to corners. Um Ironically, they run the same system. They're both six three guys, so they made them into corners. But I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Literally, with my own experience, it was – so I worked out for the Colts. I worked out for the Falcons, uh, the Browns, and uh, and Seattle. It was the Browns because you floated that there was an AFC North team out there, and I was thinking, oh, it would be nice if we wore the black and gold. Yeah, so I, I, wor- I worked out for those four teams, and all of them – I mean, I, I killed all those workouts. And they were just like, man, you look great, but, like, not right now. I'm like, well, what does that mean now? Right now, well, we want to, we still want to evaluate our guys, and you know, we want to, we want to try to roll with the young group right now and see what happens. So basically, if one of these guys mess up, then we'll call the band aid. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that that means almost uh, inevitably, you and those guys will all get calls, and maybe as a veteran, I always say, what if you're a veteran on a roster and you know you're making the roster? Why do you come up with some fake injury? Like, hey, coach, uh, it's August, uh, it's August eighth. You yeah, don't. I, I don't think the calf's going to work out uh, for another couple weeks. And then, lo and no. behold, oh, wait, the season's about to start. I'm ready to go, coach. I, I, had, a, I had a lot of things happen that I did not go in the trainer room. And it's funny. I spoke to my wife the other day, and she said – Oh, that's uh, a nice thing to do periodically, she said, to talk to your wife. <laughs> I remember I, – she said, I remember when uh, we were in New York, and Coach Coughlin let the family come into the training room on the off day and hang out, and he was playing with our son, Coach Tom Coughlin. And he told my wife – he was like – he told my son, he's like, listen – he said, you don't ever want to be in this room. <laughs> he said, if you're not hurt, do not come in here. You know, or if you are really bad, still don't come in here because you'll end up missing time. Do you – I imagine that uh, it's that, that you guys all know each other and hang out or, or call each other. Do you and Eric Reed and Trey Boston, like, get on the phone with each other, like conference calls, like, what's going on? Have you heard yeah. anything? I haven't heard anything either. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually really cool with Trey. I talked to Trey this morning, you know, and it's just crazy – in his situation, he's, you know, 25 years old, which is funny because when I worked up for Indy, they were like, man, if you were 28. And I he's was 25, like, huh? 
I was like, if, I was like, okay, if I was twenty eight. Yeah, what are these teams doing? Making mm. plans for the next two decades? They need a guy for well, they 2018. Are. They are. Yeah, I guess <laughs> they are. Mm. And yeah, he's twenty five. He just came off. He had a prove it season, and he, had, he led the team in interceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I and no off the field issues, nothing. He's great energy, great big leader. thumper type guy. Yeah, yeah. seems like a dude. You know? yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, but, yeah. Wonderful guy. But then yeah. it comes to you know what's his asking price. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But right. I guess apparently he didn't. He didn't even get any lowball offers. Hmm. He hasn't heard anything. Very strange. It's strange, going on right? here. Yeah. But I, I do think it resolves itself come August. But that doesn't uh, suit you, right? Because last in late year, spring. last year Leon Hall worked out for the Niners this time of year, and then eventually they had a, a bunch of injuries and they brought him in. So I'm on the board still. That's what that's what everyone says. Well, you're a handsome devil no matter what, and I don't think anyone would ever argue that. The great Will Blackman, watch him on NFL Total Access Thursday and Friday this week. He's all over the place, really. I'm here all day. Media. I'm actually staying here. Any, you're going to sleep here even. Any mm. cool uh, wine spots in Santa Monica you know of? Oh, Nothing? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I know a lot of. I you know do? about the rosé. Oh yeah, I love oh, the rosé. Oh, you do love rosé. That's why we you like you like the rosé when I put that up. Yeah, yeah, we talk about the rosé. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm a Vic. I, I don't know. I feel a little bit though, like a guy who got into a band before the rest of the world found out about it. You know, I, I'm kind of that with uh, with the band Built to Spill. No. Like, oh, who's all the all these people jumping in no, now? You're not. Mm-hmm. I'm a little rosé. No, no, no. I was ahead of the curve on rosé. Me, Eddie Spaghetti, and Emma VP were all in on this. And now I went in. I went in. Oh, handsome Hank also loves it. <laughs> really? Hank. I just want to thank my mom. I want to thank my dad. Oh no, um, no. We we haven't time for your acceptance speech. I thought that was a wrap-up music. Oh, sorry. no. We need a. <laughs> my we bad. need a preview. I think it's the Queen Mums, one of her most successful colonies. No, today. the weddings today. It is all the way from Canada, like I say, one of the Queen Mums' greatest colonizing efforts. It's handsome, Hank. What's the poop, handsome? Hi, Dave. Welcome to a country that was sensible enough to, to keep the monarchy, um, even if it's at arm's length. Um, and I'm here to celebrate an iconic moment, the, the wedding of, of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Well, all the world is celebrating, uh, not the yeah. least of which is you. Can you tell us, get, let's just get to a little business here, if you don't mind. Um, who is Meghan Markle wearing? Who is she wearing? Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly. I think I know that she was cited um, going into Topshop. Um, in Oxford Street in London, and maybe she's going to pick out a dress there. There's all kinds of, you know, great boutiques and places she could have got a, a place, a, a suit or outfit or whatever. No, they wear wedding dresses at weddings, don't they? A wedding dress in London. Uh, who, uh, what the big controversy is, who's Meghan Markle going to be walked down the aisle with? Might it be you? <laughs> it's not going to be me. No. Um, but I have heard that um, Tom Brady loved the outfit he wore to the Met Gala so much. Oh. It could be him. What about, like, uh, famous, maybe the most famous of all England's uh, celebrities? What about Crocodile Dundee? He, he, that's a nice idea. Uh, I think, you know, another, another from the colonies. 
um, maybe another guy that could uh, that could could jump in and help out. Actually, um, that would be a great statement. Look, look at look, the Queen Mum says, "Look, I brought in we brought in this American girl to marry uh, my grandson, and now we're bringing in another of our uh, most popular colonies from Australia." Here it is. Right, and I've, All the surviving members of NXS will walk her down the, the aisle together. <laughs> well, and everyone knows you wear a waistcoat to a wedding, but just wearing a leather waistcoat and that alone um, would, be, would do Crocodile Dundee well. Uh, Dundee. What, uh, what are you hearing? What kind of buzz are we hearing from, uh, from the U.K. right now? Everybody's over the moon? I'm sure everyone's excited. I mean, people like, you know, weddings and, and want to wish, you know, this, this happy couple well. Um, so uh, beyond that, I don't have a lot. Um, I think, you know, could Carson Wentz possibly show up? We know that he's, he's Prince Harry's lookalike. Yeah. Could this be an opportunity for him, knowing he's playing in London later in the year, to maybe get a taste of, of maybe play a prank on the whole of the UK? Fascinating storyline. That would be great. Uh, how does this affect the uh, line of succession to the throne, Handsome? Everyone's wondering about that. Everyone is. I don't know the answer to that. I probably okay. should do. I don't think it affects it at all. I think basically every time William produces an offspring, Prince Harry gets pushed further and further away from, from the throne. And he's probably delighted by that because it, it reinforces the fact that for the rest of his life, he just literally has to sort of hang out and have a nice time. And in all likelihood, uh, only Princess Diana actually is his only royal blood, right? Is that uh, is yeah, that untoward to engage a, in that talk a, in the week of a royal wedding? No, I think we should speculate wildly. I think there's a good strong <laughs> possibility that that he uh, he may not have um, a claim um, beyond that exactly. <laughs> if they checked his DNA. Uh, what do you what do you think, and what would you suggest the royal couple's first dance song should be? Um, well, if if in excess is is um, walking up the aisle, then maybe something from their catalog. Um, that would be great. The, sometimes you kick, uh, sometimes you get yeah. kicked, right? Yeah, dun, I could find it, but what's that dun, other one? What was that big one? Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, yeah, exactly, that one. I can't dun, remember what it was called. Come on, Fabiano, yeah. this is your wheelhouse. The devil's You're inside. Devil's inside. Oh, Fabs is there. Maybe yeah. some Kiss, Fabs. Yes, or some Motley Crue. <laughs> you know, there's a That's lot of good, good stuff, 80s hair bands that made great ballads back in the day. That would be right. nice. You know, I'll be there for you. How about that, Bon Jovi? Oh, New like wife, yeah. I've gotten you a special gift all the way from the States. It's Brett Michaels and the Boys <laughs> of Poison. Um, and um, will uh, will any of Meghan Markle's Suits co-stars be in attendance? You are, so, okay, here's an here's a actual true fact that I found out on the streets of Toronto today. The NFL Canada office, which is where I've been, the next door office to that is the people who made the suits for the show suit. All of her suits co-stars are going, and I got an exclusive sneak preview of what someone, I've never watched the show, but someone who's big in the show is actually going to be wearing. Wow. Serendipity. How about that? That was a, yeah, that was a great moment. I thought I'd bring you that piece of information. I also, because I you know wanted to appear professional, mm-hmm. tried to find any kind of NFL link to um, to the royal wedding. Okay. Discovered that Meghan Markle's best friend, according to the Huffington Post, is Priyanka Chopra. Now you'll remember in 2012, the <laughs> Thursday Night Football theme tune was sung by Priyanka, and it was uh, to my talking about our, our town or my town or something like that. 
Um, and, and so that's that. All right. Handsome's observations are being uh, drowned out by the song. (laughs) Ironic. Uh, It's a great song. Yeah, well, uh, that's uh, that. You're going to get any argument from me out of that one. All right, Handsome. Listen, anything else? No, I'm just disappointed because where I where I was staying, the hotel, which is a hotel that somehow for some reason has embraced its Britishness, has a full kind of um, uh, exhibition of, of royal stuff because of the royal wedding in honor of, uh, of Harry and Meghan. Um, and I had all kinds of things I could have shown you if we could have made Skype work. But Emma, for the second week in a row, has let me down. Nice. Uh, wow. oh, no, wait. It was, maybe it was Eddie that let me down because I understand. Remember last week I showed up late and you got angry with me. You forgave me because you're that kind of guy. But, it, but Eddie blamed Emma for uh, for not not telling um, him that, that I was going to be late. Turns out that Emma actually did do that, and Eddie just uh, can't read. She did yep. it on Slack. I, no, I don't use Slack. I'm not a nerd. Just no, text me. No, that's our official work messaging client. I messaged Eddie about uh, 15 to 20 minutes prior when Handsome alerted me that he was going to be 15 minutes late to the taping. Eddie did not check his phone. Emma, I don't have it innocent. on my phone because I'm not a nerd. I just used text. Well, you work here, you know. Eddie, it's not being a nerd. It's called being professional. Thank you. You need to embrace that. Handsome, uh, you missed a gay time uh, earlier in the week with uh, Brinson and uh, and Money. You would have enjoyed that one. It, we, well, we, you know what? I mean, we covered I, the I game of life. It. I'm going to listen to it on my flight back uh, from Toronto in a minute. And, uh, uh, you know, maybe next week we can do the post game on the Royal Wedding and really break down kind of what happened how it went down, all that kind of thing. I'd like to do that. And in the meantime, Eddie Spaghetti and Emma VP have agreed that they did not enjoy this episode as much because we did a lengthy list with the visiting Will Blackman and Michael Fabiano, who knows a thing or two about who's performing best in pro football. And we did what are who are the best wide receivers in the NFL. We built our list in real time here, and Spaghetti and Emma didn't care for it. Right, Emma? Didn't enjoy the episode. That's correct. Why do you feel Emma, that? Did way? I, did I elevate you think... this episode in any way? Did I did I help bring it a little bit? One hundred percent. Yeah, up. you saved it really. Why do you think? Okay. But but to what end, though, Emma VP? I mean, this is ultimately, you know, we you know people are interested in hearing about wide receivers in pro football. Yeah. No. I mean, it, no, they are it's just a little lengthy. Too much. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I I okay. I mean, I guess uh, you know. Critiques are valuable. Yes, I'm not going to be asked back anytime soon. No, I soon. love the Fab's discussion <clears throat> at the top of the show. Was oh, you very like that? Funny. Yeah. Okay, good. So we got that figured so out. So the whole, yeah, having fun with me and the whole, uh, you know, I'll kick in my coverage. That was fun. Yeah. My, well, my wide receiver critique, not fun. No, great Handsome, critique. Very okay. quickly, though, your opinion on this, uh, this little controversy here, Fabiano tweeting out, a photograph of his girlfriend three years into the relationship, a fine photo of a lovely woman, and he says, I outkicked my coverage. Do you think that that is him being self-effacing, or do you think that's him humble bragging? No, I know what he's going to uh, say. I, 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 it's, a, it's a very strong humble brag. I don't even know if it has humble in front of it. It's just a brag. Ah. Um, and uh, my question back again would be when, you know, if that's the case, when is Michael going to make an honest woman of Mm. Yeah, let's hope she doesn't question. listen to this. We don't know. That's a powerful question. We'll see what, what happens. What is it? Who are you? We'll to see. Be so dodgy. But, but, but in that case, you out anyone, your coverage, then uh, put a ring on it. Anyone with an attractive wife slash girlfriend. You better sign her to a long-term deal. Are, are they also humble bragging just by posting a picture? No. No. 
No, you're allowed to post a picture no, of your lady. It's the, it's the, it's I mean, the, listen. It's the assertion that you outkick your cover. You want to know the, the you want to know the truth. Mm. Fabiano makes an interesting point here. A visual humble brag is what Eddie Spaghetti did a few weeks back when he and some of his colleagues went to uh, where'd you guys go? Tahoe. Where'd Big, you? Big Bear. Big Bear. Right. They went to Big Bear. Oh, what is this, Eddie? He so, posted a photograph of himself mm-hmm. with his girlfriend oh. who was in the hot tub, but he had a drink in one hand, and he had her perch him, had her perch herself up and completely out of the water to see her completely bikini. Is that right? Trust me, that was not. Is that uh, right? Not my. That also. Yeah, but I was gonna stick up for you, Fabs. Humble brag. Thanks. Thanks I, for not was, doing it. I was gonna stick up for you because. Um, I think that if you do a picture with your girlfriend, or in your case, just post a picture of her, you're mm-hmm. giving her credit, and then like that'll get you, that'll prevent you from being in the doghouse. Yes, that's brownie and, points. And you get a ton of brownie points, and they're like they're a fanny, they're so happy with you, like I'm showing off my girlfriend, and then you're. I think it's a smart move. It's a veteran move. See? So, yeah. See? I know I liked Eddie Spaghetti. All right. I mean, so it's a cagey <laughs> move, in other words, on Fabiano's part yeah. to retain her. It's a veteran yeah. move. Absolutely. And Sully could vouch for me and Big Bear. Jada wanted a picture. I was like, let's do it right off the bat. Sully was the photographer, and it was, you know, done with, and I was good for the rest of the weekend. I no, know. No photo issues. I know, but it's a good short-term play is to be like, I don't deserve you, I don't deserve you, I don't deserve you. Maybe that's good, like I say, in the short term, but at some point she's going to believe it. Yeah, maybe he's right. Maybe I should go uh, find someone who's no, no, more on my no, level. No, 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 because no. because no, because first of all, we're confident men. We could we could hold it down, and and it's just once in a while you're you're overly nice. I think it's it's a. Fine isn't look. isn't that Eddie, what every man wants to do Eddie, is outkick their coverage? Back on on Dave. Dave is an expert. Dave has had had children with multiple women. He obviously knows better than you about about that's how to handle this. That's kind very of thing. that's very true. You're, you're, you know, he's level two. I would just sit back and, and bathe in in, his, in all the education he can provide you. Like Han Solo putting his arm around Luke Skywalker. Let me, <laughs> let me teach you the ways of a scoundrel, Spaghetti. That's right. Don't get cocky. I won't argue with that. All right. Let's wrap it up there then. Thank you for calling in, Handsome Hank. A great report. It was a pleasure. I can't wait to hear the See follow-up Hank. to the royal wedding as well. Fabiano, gangbuster stuff. I'm glad. I think we solved some uh, important issues here. Today. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, you know, we'll have to get Will Blackman back in here because he's a fantasy football player. Yes, I just found that out. I know. That is awesome. I got to maybe get in a league together with this uh, with this man here. And see, I know. Maybe see just both. how good he is. Well, he, his great remark was, uh, was uh, yeah, it's tough time when you have to go up against the guy. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's on your roster. That's a great I line. wonder what percentage of active players actually do play fantasy football. I didn't know that there were that many. I thought it was other sports. No, no, NFL other fans. sports do. Like baseball is huge yeah. and fantasy football. But, no, I the know penguins, that. The Pittsburgh pl- Penguins love a fantasy lot of, football. A lot of the, 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 you know, the big four have teams that have locker room leagues, no mm-hmm. question about yeah, it. Yeah, well, like yeah. I say, I know the Pittsburgh Penguins do. All right, great stuff, Fabiano. Great stuff from our pal Will Blackman. Handsome Hank for calling in all the way from uh, north of the border. Sully, Spaghetti, Emma VP, Gangbusters work as always this week. We'll talk to you next week. This pro football kickoff gets ever closer. I know it's a ways away, and we have to watch baseball until that. Wait. But we'll get through it. Baseball's great. Together. Been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.